Hey Tribe, Primal Path Programming for Monday, September 20th through Saturday, September 25th. A couple updates. We are getting a new parking lot. They say in about a month and a half we should have a new parking lot. It's going to be opened up more in the front with more spaces as well as wrapping around the side of the building where our big bay door is that overlooks towards the pond. There should be parking there as well too. So uh, that is supposed to be in before the fall uh, as well as getting this winter. They say fall to winter. Uh, they're going to get the front side of the building. The bottom half is all going to be stone up for three feet. So they're getting that done as well, too. So just giving you an update what's going on with the building. On top of that, we are getting a water filtration system put in here so we can clean up some of the water in here. So thank you guys for your patience on this. It, it comes and goes. Sometimes the water looks dirty in here. Um, but we're having that all fixed. So I don't have a time frame on that, but that is a top priority for us. So, yeah. Anyways, those are the updates. Uh, we're going to go on to our work, right? So Monday, September 20th, we've got our move, five rounds for 200, or excuse me, five rounds of 200 meter run, 14 lateral ball slams, and nine burpees. We have a 15 minute time cap. So you should be getting each one of these rounds done in under three minutes. That first round, you should be right around that 2.30 mark-ish. So we have plenty of time for when our body slows down. A run should take you about a minute. The lateral ball slam should take you about 45 seconds, and those burpees should take you about 45 seconds. That comes out to 2.30. You shoot for that for every single round, and you'll get done before that time cap. No matter what, you're going to be finishing right around 15 minutes anyway, so just uh, if you don't finish, that's totally okay. But we just uh, want to make sure that your run, at least, is the big part of that, that we don't want to be finishing that run over 1.15. I don't think we have anybody um, that comes close to – to going over that time, um, but just keep that in mind when you are going for your first run to check that time when you come back in. For a rebuild, we're going to do two rounds. We're doing eight kneeling quad openers and a 60-second couch stretch on each side. For those kneeling quad openers, we're going to be on our knees. We're going to be uh, a tall kneeling position, and we're going to lean our upper body back while keeping the hips forward to feel the stretch of the quads. We're going to drive the shins into the ground as well as the feet. Help raise yourself up. And we're going to do eight of those followed by a couch stretch. So that's going to be in the lunge position with our, our back knee against the wall, the foot straight up the wall. Try to have that ankle flexed as much as we can. If that, that's a pain in the butt, we can do that couch stretch on a bench. So we have that angle of the ankle not stressed out. Or we could pull that knee slightly away from the wall to allow ourselves... Uh, a stretch that we can hold without like being miserable and feeling like the muscles being ripped off the bone. And let's say moving on to Tuesday, September 21st, we have our move is every minute on the minute for 12 minutes. So six rounds of each on the odd rounds, you're going to be doing max rep, single unders or double unders on even rounds, 12 sumo deadlift high pulls and 12 dips. You should be aiming to complete each round and uh, by each round, more of the even rounds um, in about 40 seconds. Obviously, you're just doing max rep single unders in that minute, so there really is no time cap on that. But uh, we want to make sure that we get a good lightweight for those 12 sumo deadlift high pulls, and those 12 dips should be entirely unbroken when we do those. Uh, for those sumo deadlift high pulls, make sure we're keeping the elbows locked out as we transition from the bar at mid-shin to the hip. And then when we do the high pull, we initiate with the shoulder shrug. Keep the elbows higher than the wrists. It doesn't really matter how high you pull the bar up as long as the elbows are above the barbell when we're doing that high pull. Those dips, I'll obviously modify them in any way, but you should be unbroken on those dips. So eat a little bit of humble pie 
and uh, make them a little bit easier. Even if it feels like the first couple rounds, you just it doesn't feel like you're getting much out of that dip, that's good. You're at least firing up those muscles and they will get harder. For a rebuild, we have two rounds of a two-minute reverse knee over toe farmer's carry, and we're going to rest as needed between those sets. For those reverse knee over toe farmer's carries, we're going to be walking backwards while holding weight. Why do we want to walk backwards? Well, it's just as important as walking forwards. And if we're always walking forwards, then we're creating compensation muscles because our shoes and our hips are tight and all this other stuff. With a reverse walk, it forces you to open up the hips a little bit more because you're having to step back further. Two, it gets some extension and flexion of the toes, which is going to help build the arch. Three, it's also going to stretch out the soleus and gastroc and calf to make you better at running, jumping, squatting, and just overall better position. So these are really good to do, and we're going to tell you a couple tips to do them rather than just going out there and walking backwards and things that you should pay attention to that you'll get in class. All right, let's move on to Wednesday, September 22nd. We have our move for two minutes on, one minute off for four rounds. So we're going to do two rounds of each set. On the odd sets, you're going to do 12 barbell thrusters, six double dumbbell snatches, and then whatever's left of that two minutes, you're going to do max rep pull-ups in that time. You're going to get one minute off, and on that following round, you're going to do 12 barbell thrusters, six double dumbbell snatches, max rep ab mat sit-ups in the time remaining. Okay, so the goal is to get through that first part portion of that workout, and then you're stuck with that one movement until that time uh, until the buzzer goes off, until those two minutes is up. So like I said, we're doing a total of four rounds or two rounds of each set. As for a rebuild, we're moving on to three rounds of 15 glute bridges and 15 leg lifts. So just firing up those glutes, making sure we drive the hips up nice and high. As we lower the hips back down to the ground, we want to focus on pushing the lower back to the ground while we do this too to help keep our uh, our pelvis tucked. It's not so we can push our spine in the ground. It's just to make sure that we're taking out any anterior pelvic tilt that we have while we do these. That's really important to make sure that we're firing all the glute muscles that we need and give those hamstrings a break that are usually really stretched out. They're going to be working, don't get me wrong, but at least you're going to be in the right position to get them fired up. And with those leg lifts, we're just uh, laying flat, hands tucked underneath the small of the back, legs together, toes pointed, and raising them up to about 90 degrees, lowering them down, having them hover about three to six inches off the ground before raising them back up. Try to go unbroken on these movements and rest as you need between those sets. Thursday, September 23rd, our move is four minutes on, one minute off for three rounds. We have 14 kettlebell goblet hold lateral box stepovers and nine box pike walkouts. We did a little bit higher volume of box pike walkouts this last week. So if you missed it, hey, Thursday, come and join in on them. For uh, for those, everyone, you know, hold the kettlebell and you're going to step over sideways over the box. But for those box pike walkouts, make sure that we have to at least step out four times, step back in four times. You can step out more than that. You can step out six and come back in six. But as many like step outs or walkouts with your hands that you do, you need to do the same amount in. There is going to be one second pause in between reps to make sure that we're locking out that position with our elbows. Make sure the elbows get locked out at that finished position. We have our elbows bent all the time because we're holding phones and we're typing on computers. So we don't get the strength of our skeletal system because usually that bicep is shortened and stronger. The tricep is long and weak. So having that arm fully lock out and feeling the elbow lock out, we can, might feel a little bit of weak in that position. That's a good sign that we need to make sure we lock those elbows out. 
Locking those elbows out will just stretch out that bicep, build some stability into the tricep, as well as create more mind-muscle connection there. So uh, pay attention to those elbows being locked out in that one-second pause in between the reps for those box pike walkouts. For a rebuild, we got three rounds of 20 feet elevated crunches. There's it's not 20 feet elevated crunches. It's 20 feet elevated crunches. So we can just lift those up in the air, having 90 degrees at the hip, 90 degrees at the knee, 90 degrees at the ankle. And we're having the hands gently behind the ears, elbows pinned back, and we're trying to raise the upper body, upper part of our body with the chin tucked. So we get just the upper shoulder blades lifting up off the ground. You should feel this a lot in the upper abs. Then we're going to flip over and we're going to do 14 Supermans. Uh, these are just be laying on your belly, lifting your arm and feet off the ground. Very easy to just relax in this position and just go to the end range of the spine uh, and feel the tension in the spine. We want to make sure that we don't do that. We want to make sure that we're pushing the abs or pushing our belly into the ground. We're pushing our belly out into the ground to create tension of the abs. And then we're doing that Superman while we hold that engagement of the core. While we do this, we should feel that we're getting to an end range that our core wants to relax so we can reach more, but we don't want that. We're not looking for end range. If we get end range with the abs engaged, that's okay, but we need to make sure that we're keeping tension into the core as we do those supermans. Rest as you need between those sets. Friday, September 24th. A little bit longer one for you guys. This is more of those courage workouts that we used to do. We have two rounds with a 12-minute window. So you just have to go through this once in 12 minutes. Whatever's left of the 12 minutes is rest. In general, we should be aiming for two to three minutes of rest towards the end. So you should be finishing up this uh, round in about nine to 10 minutes. We're going to start off with a 400-meter run. 40 single arm dumbbell hang cleans. We can alternate with those arms or whatever you want to do. Five on one, five on the other, 10 on one, 10 on the other. Doesn't really matter. Whatever suits you. 40 push ups, 40 American kettlebell swings, and then a five or 400 meter row. That's the first round. We're going to repeat that round, but we're going to go in reverse. So on that second round, after we get that rest or after that 12 minutes is up, you start a new, fresh round of 12 minutes, and then you're going to go uh, a row. 40 American kettlebell swings, 40 push-ups, 40 single arm dumbbell hang cleans, and then a 400-meter run. For the rebuild, we have two rounds of 60-second pancake body circles. We'll show you those just sitting with the legs wide and just working our upper body in a big rotation to free up the hips a little bit while the lower half is locked in a position with our quads firing and making sure those knees are locked out. And then 60 seconds uh, on each side of an outer glute stretch, which we'll show you. Um, kind of hard to explain, but you're going to be laying on your back with your feet against the wall. You're going to be almost in a figure four position. So one leg is going to be over. The one ankle is going to be over the knee. We're actively driving the foot against the wall into the wall. We're actively driving the knee uh, with the leg that is over towards the wall as well, too, to get the outer glute to, to open up. Finally, we got Saturday, September 25th. For our move, we're looking at seven rounds. This is a good one. Three heavy deadlifts, six toes to bar, nine box jumps. All the movements should be on broken. Heavy deadlift load is something that you can do about six to eight reps unbroken when fresh, so we will give you time to warm that up. Um, those three should be tough, but you should be, remain unbroken on those. You shouldn't have to come off that bar. If you do, that weight is too heavy. And with the deadlift, 
we really have to focus on before we pull the bar, brace the core. If you brace the core on the deadlift before you pull, you'll save your back. A lot of the times we're getting a lot of that issues of our back is because we're just thinking about uh, pulling the bar up. And if we think about kicking the core in and then driving the ground down, we use the lower half of the body that we, the way that we need to, and we save that back. Um, adjust those toes to bar, two knees to space or toes to space, our knees to chest or knees to elbows. And let those box jumps set a sight they are set a height that you can just do nine unbroken really without thinking. For a rebuild, we have three rounds, eight each ass to grass split squats, ATG split squats, rest 30 seconds between each side. Well, we've been doing these, and like I said, we are going to do these every single week, okay? When we're setting this up, I highly suggest people use a box, an elevated box. Go higher. higher you go on these, the better you're going to feel it. We're going to set ourselves up so we have one foot on the box, one foot behind us. That foot behind us is going to be directly on the toe. We're going to lock that back leg out. We're going to squeeze the glute. We have to make sure that we feel the front part of our hip, the psoas, under tension before we initiate that split squat. And then we only go into the depth of that split squat as long as we feel the tension and the stretch and the activation of the psoas in the front side of the body. So be patient with these. Go slow with them. Rest 30 seconds from left leg to right leg. So there's always going to be 30 seconds of rest every time you complete a set of eight. We're going to do that for three rounds. Looking forward to see you guys in class on Monday. As always, I try to jump in classes on Mondays and Fridays and sometimes Saturdays at 9 a.m. So I'll see you guys then. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend.